Hi, welcome to Gardening, a careers podcast you should listen to if you want to grow your career online and offline. Hi, my name is Mei Ping, and I'm a professional career coach and international speaker with more than a decade of experience at some of the biggest companies in the world. To learn more about what I do, visit meiping.com. That's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ask Me Ping, um, a career's live chat to help you grow your career online and offline. Hi, my name is Me Ping. I'm a professional career coach, LinkedIn profile branding coach, international speaker with lots and lots of experience in the corporate world. So, thank you so much for joining me in this um, second episode of my Ask Me Ping live chat. So, no matter where you are tuning in, um, be it on LinkedIn Live, on um, Facebook, or YouTube, do say hi um, so that I can say hi to all of you. Um, if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome, welcome. You are new to this show. I'm also new to this show, right? Um, so, just to share a little bit, um, the format is going to be very free flow and Basically, every Tuesday, I will pick, you know, some of my trending LinkedIn posts that is really garnering a lot of um engagement and interaction from my connections, and for me to just share a little bit more insights as to what inspired the post and if there's anything else that um, yeah, that I I could really share with you beyond you know just just reading the post itself. Um, so that's what we're gonna do every Tuesday, and during this live chat as well, I also take the opportunity to answer some of your burning questions. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free to put into the chat box. If you are watching live right now, do say hi. Let me know where you are dialing in from, where you're tuning in, um, watching or even listening. Um. D- depending on, I guess, what what your platforms are. Um, yeah, say hi. You know, it's a, a massive, massive, massive network that I have on LinkedIn. So I hope that we are all we all stay connected. So today is um, almost the end of March already. So what I have been encouraging a lot of my clients to do, and if you're listening to this live chat right now, I also encourage the same: is for you to do a quarterly review. So think about. What have you actually achieved, or rather, what have you done in the past ninety days? So yesterday, I published a quote um, called "Celebrate the Small Wins" because it's very easy to think about the big wins. That's something that、um, I guess you know it's really celebrated. But what we tend to forget, and we tend to forget a lot, is to celebrate these small steps. Right, baby steps is what ultimately gets you to the big win at the end of the day. So, so question for you. What have you done in the past ninety days? What are you proud of? What are you not so proud of? And for the stuff that you are proud of, great. How can you do better in the next ninety days till June? The stuff that you are not so proud of, okay. So what are you actually going to do to remedy this situation? That is the more important question, right? Um, it's easy to complain, but um, I think it's even more important to say, okay, fine. Like you know, I've spent enough time complaining. Right now, I am going to. I'm ready to take action. To move forward, or rather, to get the results that I want. So, hi everybody for dialing in for and for saying hello. Really appreciate it. Hi, hi. If you're just、um, tuned in, say hi in the chat box、um, so that I can say hi to all of you back. All right. So,、um, as usual, what I will be doing in、um, every single episode is to pick some of the、um, more trending posts、um, over the, that I've seen on my LinkedIn, I guess, wall、um, in the past seven days, and to share a little bit on that. So, if you have been following me. Quite a bit. 
um, there was a post that I shared last Saturday. It was pretty much a little comic that talks about how a job seeker went to interview and he basically told the interviewer, I guess that this comic, that this person told the interviewer that he has completely like zero experience. And what the interviewer said was, oh, okay, that's okay. We hope that you learn, you learn something here. And then the next comic shows you are hired. So that was actually a comic that I saw um, on quite a number of my network um, outside of Malaysia, which is where I'm from, um, sharing. And it's got, it has gotten like thousands and thousands and thousands of likes. So when I looked at it, right, coming from a former hiring manager, so for you guys who, who know me a little bit um, better, I used to be a senior director at Standard Chartered. So I've hired people from juniors so or from fresh graduates all the way to director level. So when I looked at that comic, right, the thing that, that, that really struck me was like, this is not real. Like no, no matter how much you, you hope that, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's wishful thinking, you know, for, for lack of a better word, right? So, okay, so let me just do a very quick share screen so that you can understand which post I'm talking about. So just give me a very quick minute and welcome everybody who has just dialed in. And for those of you who are dialing for the first time, hey, hello, appreciate it. And thanks for spending your Tuesday with me. Good afternoon. A good morning, afternoon, and evening, wherever you are in the world. So let me do a very, very quick screen share. All right, so very quick one. All right, so what you will see on my screen right now is basically that comic that I talked about. Um, so a, a job seeker goes for an interview saying that, okay, I have completely no experience. And then you get the ideal interviewer telling you that, oh, no worries. I hope that you gain some experience here. And suddenly you are hired. Right. So while I understand that that's something that um, every single job seeker would like to hear because it, there's a lot of hope in there. But what my advice is this, right? And that's why in this post, I actually started the post saying that it is an unpopular opinion. Um, because to be honest, if you are expecting to be hired with zero experience, and I mean like completely zero, which is what this comic is trying to portray, you will likely be disappointed. You will likely be disappointed. So what I would suggest is, what basically you can practically do instead of just hoping because hope is not a strategy and hope is not a strategy is a quote that I tell all of my clients. Most clients who work with me, I would have told it to them at some point or some of them I repeat it like many, many times. Okay, so what could you do instead is really the most interesting question. So in this post, we won't go into detail, but basically I suggest three steps that you could do instead of just hoping to be hired based on zero experience. So number one is to identify relevant skills. So whether you're a student or working professional, right, there must be some skills that you have that you could have developed, be it in your previous job, right? You have done projects, you have done teams in, in your college, university, or at the workplace, right? There must be some relevant skills. So do some self-reflection, do some self-assessment, and actually identify those skills. It's such an important step to start with rather than just saying that, okay, it's completely zero experience, right? Then after you have had a chance to identify those skills, then you are then ready to articulate those skills and position yourself well in your resume, your CV, or your LinkedIn profile. Because at the end of the day, right, nowadays the job market is so competitive. If you don't have relevant experiences, the chances of you getting hired, just like the comic, to be honest, is really, really, really low, right? That, and that's the reality of things. And of course, right, third thing is that practice communicating the skill that you bring to the table. So this is really more around like the interview skills and how you could best um, convey 
the value that you bring across the table. So I felt very inclined to share this post, even though I felt that it might be an unpopular opinion, because um, if you're on LinkedIn a lot, you'll see a lot of um, what I call like um, wishful thinking, you know, feel good stories, I guess it's like the, the, the better word, uh, feel good stories on LinkedIn, right? So um, one thing that I've seen is all these feel good stories and obviously people feel very happy, uh, very excited to see, okay, all these people are getting hired and all those things. But the path of getting there, I think is the is a more critical point and it's something that is worth learning and practically rather than just looking out there and just say, okay, how come this person is so lucky, right? Because, yeah. So anyway, it's more about what you can do rather than just looking and, and then looking at somebody else and say, oh yeah, you know, they are just lucky. So um, that was the post that I shared. So that actually garnered a lot of um, conversation. And what was what I found very interesting is that a lot of people resonated with my unpopular opinion. So maybe I guess it's not that unpopular after all. Um, so quite a number of people also shared, we shared that post and hoping to educate a lot of other people. Um, and like I said, right, practically speaking, um, what the opinion that I've shared is more coming from uh, actual hiring manager. Um, as, to, as to what like hiring managers are looking for. And I think that's a very, very common thing about you know expectation gaps between um, job seekers with hiring managers. And even if you're at a you know a, a current your current job, right? The uh, mismatch between expectations of what your boss expects of you and what you think your boss expects of you. So um, that is actually a conversation that I've had with quite a number of my clients um, for the past seven days. So that also inspired one of my posts that I called the seven things your boss wants you to know so this is actually to um, help bridge the gap between what you think your boss wants versus what your boss is actually thinking so that one's actually um, digging a lot from my previous experiences as a um, yeah basically as a as a team leader manager director at the workplace and sharing with you a little bit more what your boss is actually looking for or what your boss is expecting which i guess most bosses don't communicate that a lot um, and and that, that's a separate problem in itself. But I think for you, if you really want to do well at your job, you want to grow at your job, you want to continue to improve, it's really, really critical for you to understand what your boss expects. Because if you don't know what your boss wants, right, then, then how can you do a good job? How can you do a good job, right? So question for all of you guys um, listening or watching right now is, how sure are you that you know what your boss is looking for? So if you are watching the replay, I suggest that you pause and actually think about it because it's a very big and deep question. So do you actually know what your boss wants of you? What your boss expects of you? It's a really, really big question. Okay. All right. So just to, I just want to share a little bit of a reflection. Um, of course, as you guys know, I'm also one of the um, career coaches for the University of Hong Kong master's program. So I do work with a lot of um, um, highly educated um, Asian students um, in, in HKU and um, doing some of my consultations in the past seven days, there was a trend that I noticed, not just for HKU students um, that I've been working with, but also some of my private one-on-one -on -one clients who've been working with me. And this concept is around identifying the perfect job. So um, let me tell everybody, everybody here, there is no perfect job. So if you're looking for a perfect job, you will likely not find it. Um, or you will likely be extremely disappointed believing that there is something that exists out there that um, actually that actually only exists in your mind, right? It's like clouds. Um, so the, the main point 
of um, really thinking about uh, whether it's your first job, right? Choosing your first job or career progression is really thinking about how this this role that you're gonna take, right? This next job or next position that you're going for, how that can actually help you move ahead in the next two to three years, right? Not so much around, okay, you know, is this perfect job and oh, can I get all the tick boxes and so forth, but how can this job help equip you with the skills, the knowledge, the expertise, and better position yourself as a qualified and valuable professional? And it could also include the um, the network, right, and the connections that you manage to build, the relationships that you manage to build at your current workplace as well. So I think I challenge you guys to think a little bit broader on like what would be the next suitable career for you if you're a working professional right now, or maybe what would be the... Um, the the better first job for you to consider that can actually help elevate your career and i say this because a lot of um a lot of professionals come to me because they feel very stuck in their career they feel unhappy and they always ask me okay what can i do next right and when i normally one-on-one -on -one conversations when i dig, dig a little bit deeper i then realize that okay most most of the problem happen is because when this person picked the job they didn't actually go through a thought process on what they're actually looking for and what they could actually gain and learn from a particular role. So they just went in because, you know, it fit a checklist and then, you know, their friends and family told them, oh yeah, brilliant idea, right? Just go for it. So it can be disastrous if you don't actually take time to figure out whether the job is actually suitable for you or not because you are not your parents, you are not your friends, you are not your relatives, you are not anybody else. So the secret really is self-awareness. And um, one of the things that I always, always encourage and I always, always advocate is really learning about what is your own personality. So what is like your default personality? What are your strengths, your weaknesses, some of the behaviors that are so default to you that you naturally do it whether you realize it or not, right? So that is something that um, is actually a bit more worthwhile because the conversations that I've been having with a lot of my one-on-one -on -one clients and when I dig down into it, into it right? And normally one-on-one -on -one sessions, I can do that because I spend a lot of time with my clients um, having that um, more personalized uh, conversation. And what I tend to do is to point out um, point out bits and pieces of their personality that is actually affecting their job negatively. So uh, for one of my clients I was talking to last Thursday, um, he was a person that, I mean, obviously, you know, confidential, there are no names here, um, but he was a person who has already approached many, many career consultants, many, many career coaches. He told me that I really sought advice from every single person I could think of, my LinkedIn connections, right, all the coaches and consultants, and I felt like I am not getting the answer that I'm looking for in terms of like my job and why I think that I'm not doing well. So he, he shared like quite a lot with me. So the question I asked him was like, okay, fine. Um, so, so what are you hoping from me? Right. So we talked a little bit about his career situation. So he talked about, you know, uh, what he liked in certain roles and what he didn't like. And I mean, we'll go, we won't go into detail here, but at the end of the session, at the end of my 60 minute session, um, and also, I guess, throughout the session as well, what I managed to identify was that at the end of the day, right, he is a person that is like, I guess, a little bit more emotional. So um, his feelings kind of get into a lot of his decisions and that kind of sways a lot of his like, um, his thoughts and his decisions. And in terms of like how he feels about a certain role, how he feels about his boss and his colleagues and all these other things. So that was something that I, I kind of pointed out to him quite a few times based on the examples that he he shared with me. So what I'm trying to say here is this, right? 
you may not have the self-awareness. If you don't have that, then go and look for somebody else who can actually point it out for you because it can be very powerful, right? But if you, you have the ability and your self-awareness is quite high, then, you know, do your own self-reflection and be able to identify that. So back to that, that one client I was talking about. So at the end of the one session, um, I always ask, I tend to always ask my clients, okay, so what, do you, what did you learn? And what do you think is your biggest takeaway from the session? And he said, oh, actually, I think you pointed out the elephant in the room, which is I take things personally and feelings get in the way. And I think that that's something that a lot of other people that I've spoken to never actually pointed out this bit to me. So I never realized that it was a huge, huge, huge problem in my career. And right now, now that you've said it, I'm like, oh, okay, it makes a lot of sense now. So um, yeah, so I, what I said was like, you know what, it's not about the next job. There's no need to push to say, okay, this is a checklist and keep jumping to the next job. It's, I mean, it's not wrong to you know move to a next role, but before you, you choose that next role, before you make the next leap, the question is really about, do you know yourself? Do you know what is actually causing problems in this current job? And you need to figure that those problems out first. Otherwise, you can keep going into different, different jobs and you will always, always face the same problem because fundamentally, you haven't quite figured out yourself. You haven't figured out what would work for you and actually what had gone wrong in the previous role, right? So um, think about it. Think about it. It's actually quite deep. Think about it. And like I said, if you're watching the replay, pause and think about it. So if you're if you feel like whatever that I'm saying up to this point kind of makes sense, you find it insightful, you learn something, um, yeah, drop me a like, drop me a comment um, so that we can all learn from each other because I want this kind of knowledge, this kind of, I think, practical um, tips and knowledge more people can actually learn. So this is something that I have seen throughout my corporate career. So as you know, I, I moved out my corporate career very quickly. So nowadays, right, it's a lot easier for me to identify this kind of like self, I guess, self-awareness of personality gaps that a lot of people don't realize can um, can really affect their career. So if you're in a situation where you feel like you are stuck, you're not really sure what to do, my advice is this, take baby steps because don't think about the big leap, but think about basically what is the next step that you can do. So don't give yourself too much pressure, but take some time to reflect, take some time to say, okay, Fine. What is that next step that I can do to make uh, to get me closer to where I want to be? So it doesn't matter wherever you are in your career. So if you're a job seeker, right? Okay, since it's the end of March, the next 90 days is probably uh, some of the measurement or rather the metrics that we can aim towards. So if you're a job seeker and you are not getting any interviews, then look at your resume. Your resume is, is the problem is your resume because it's it's part of the job search process, right? You need to identify your career, direct, career direction. That's number one. Then you fix your resume. Then you apply effective job search strategies. And then you get interviews. And then you get a job. Then you work on your soft skills. And then ultimately career growth. So if you're a job seeker, you're not, you're not been getting any interviews, then you know, think about your career direction and your resume, how good is that? But if, you've been, if you're somebody who has gone for a lot of interviews, but you, never, you haven't actually gotten the position, then there is likely something wrong with the way that you are positioning your interview answers. And if you watch my live, uh, live chat last week, I, I actually gave some examples of clients that I've worked with, even though they, were, they had Toastmasters background and so forth, they couldn't quite convey their value through an interview because it's a completely different skill. And I don't want to comment so much on how you guys are learning to boost your interview skills, but um, 
most people who are teaching interview skills, they themselves have never been hiring managers. So the perspective from a hiring manager, very few people actually understand that. So that's something that um, I try to share as much as possible. And obviously in my one-on-one -on -one sessions, I can tackle it a little bit more and try to align it with your own personality as well. So that's how we can try to make things work. Um, yeah, but other than that, right, if, even if you are a working professional right now, there are still many, many avenues that you can um, grow in your career. So um, in terms of like upgrading your soft skills, right? So if you find it difficult to deal with people at work or you feel like people don't really respect you, they don't listen to you, there could be some ways in uh, maybe your approach in terms of communicating or uh, managing expectations. So that's something that you might want to look into. So communication skills, uh, listening skills, right? EQ, win-win relationships, all this conceptually sounds really easy, but in terms of actually applying it, a lot of professionals do find it quite challenging. So um, yeah, so for clients who work with me for a little bit longer, I try to help them navigate that a little bit more. But um, like I said, first thing is to first identify what are the skills that you might be lacking and then you can improve from that. So if you are happen to be, if you happen to be at a job, but you are struggling to hit your KPIs, right? You can't hit your numbers. You can't, um, you're not delivering, right? The quality that your, I guess your manager is expecting or your boss is expecting of you. Then you also need to take a step back and ask yourself, do you actually understand what your boss is looking for? And that could be, uh, you know, due to the fact that you may not have um, had proper conversations with your boss, right? You may not have listened accurately. You may not have understood the requirements. You may not have understood the um, maybe your boss's working preferences, right? So it's it's very it's very dynamic. There are really many many things that could come into play because, as you know, corporate world is very very dynamic, right? Um, yeah. First thing is to really identify that you do have these problems and you actively want to fix it. It's definitely something that is really, really critical. Um, questions that I get asked a lot is more around, okay, um, now that I'm at my job, I feel like you know things are just sort of not working out. Actually, you know, should, should I just go for a new job or like, you know, what should I do? And like I said, right, first thing is understanding personality. So in my How to Manage Your Boss um, Soft Skills Workshop is something, is a place where, I would then go into detail as to how to identify your personality and how to identify your boss's personality or basically senior people that you work with um, so that you can immediately identify preferences as well. And there, there is no point, right, deep diving and spending a lot of time trying to trying to deliver something while not understanding the thought process, not understanding the expectations of what is needed. Because what will happen is that you're just going to waste a lot, a lot of time, right? Okay, so there's some pretty heavy sharings that I'm sharing um, today. But of course, right, uh, in this live chat, I'll also answer some of your burning questions. So if you have any questions, um, feel free to ask in the live chat. So this is just a quick half an hour to share some important tidbits, important insights that you can take away every single Tuesday at um, 9 o'clock Malaysia, Singapore, and Hong Kong time. So again, if you have any quick questions, feel free to um put it in the chat box. Um, if you feel that you've learned something from today's session or what I've shared so far, then um, yeah, share your sharing in, um, share your, your learnings and share your insights and your takeaways in the chat box as well so that somebody else can also learn the same, right? So let's not, let's not be selfish and learn on our own. Uh, if there's something that, you know, we can all learn collectively, let's do that. Um, yeah, so I think we have a little bit of time for questions. So if you guys have questions, um, 
yeah, let me know in the chat box anything you guys are curious about um, in terms of like making progress in the next 90 days. So what are your next steps? So what is your first, what is the first baby step that you are going to take in the next night? I mean, I guess to move forward towards your goals in the next 90 days. So have you guys thought about it? If not, think about it now. All right. Any questions? Any curious questions? Or everything, everybody is really feeling like they got something really, really critical, really important out of this. Ah, just a very, very quick announcement I forgot to mention. So for those of you who have been following my Got a Pink podcast in year 2020, that was last year, thank you so much for listening to my Got a Pink Careers podcast. Uh, it was all all 49 episodes that I recorded and published last year. Um, so I think right now I have like listeners from 60 countries already. So if you want to check out the old episodes, go to my Spotify or go to my YouTube. Um, just a really quick announcement that season two, which is 2021, season two of my Gotta Pink podcast, basically is going to be this Ask Me Pink live chat, um, live, chat set, um, live chat segment. So if you're listening to my Gotta Pink podcast, on all places where podcasts are found, if you're listening to a replay of this, then take note that season two is basically every Tuesday you will get episodes from my Ask Me Pink Careers live chat. So feel free to tune in. If you're not yet connected yet, feel free to connect with me. All right. So um, I'm seeing some, some learning. So Mubina is saying that self-awareness. Yeah, so self-awareness is something that's so critical. And I think most people don't really recognize that. And if you've been following my content for a, long, uh, for a while, you would know that this is a common theme that I consistently talk about. And um, for the career journey that I talked about earlier, right, with the first step being career direction. So career direction is actually start from self-awareness. You need to understand yourself and then you can then identify what is the direction that works for you. So looking around and following what other your other friends are doing, to be honest, it may or may not work for you. So it's okay to get advice. It's okay to get inspiration. It's okay to get tips. But always ask yourself at the end of the day, does it work for me? Like if I were to apply this, this tips or whatever, right, how can I truly benefit? All right. Okay. So let's have a look at the next question. Okay. Question is how to figure out your perfect job niche. Okay. So like I said earlier, right, the, the problem in this question is the word perfect, that there is no perfect job. Like telling you honestly, there is no perfect job, right? So move away from the idea of wanting a perfect job because if you are going for that, you will always not be satisfied by whatever opportunity that comes to your table because you'll feel that oh, it's not good enough. I think I, think, I think I deserve more. And that's, that's an idea that a lot of people have also. But to identify, I guess, your, your job niche or rather, you know, how uh, I guess how to pick your next job or your first job is to really ask yourself, right, which industry or rather what kind of career would you like to have in the next three years? Right? This is really the, the fastest way. So identify either the industry or the profession that you feel that, okay, this is an area that I would really like to learn, gain a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge. And I think that these learnings or the skills is something that I can really you know, utilize in my career down the road and pick a role in that area. So this is a mistake that I see a lot of fresh graduates make, right? Which is they are looking for this perfect job that ticks all the checklists, but they forgot to think about career growth. 
So a job versus a career, not exactly the same thing. A job is just, it's just one job, but how it actually helps you move ahead in your career and how it makes you a more competent or more holistic professional is something that you know you will see the impact many, many years down the road. So just make sure that whatever um, choices that you make, it is actually moving in that direction. Otherwise, sometimes for, for professionals who work for a little bit longer, it might be quite difficult to turn around your career at some point. But if you happen to be a fresh graduate, right, a student, then you, you're basically you're in luck because it's still kind of early on, you have a little bit more time to experiment and yeah, pick something that you feel that, okay, I don't, I actually want to learn more knowledge. I want to learn some skills in this area. And it's something that I would, I really do see myself being in there for the next three years. So I think this is like the biggest tip that I can share with you because all these are really quite personal. And normally in my one-on-one -on -one sessions, I can deep dive a little bit more about, I guess, what you're looking for and kind of like what works and not work for you. But this is a general tip that I think everybody listening today can actually take away. Okay. So any more, uh, any more quick questions, I can probably answer maybe one more. Um, otherwise, right, I think the, the most important point is that the, everybody took away self-awareness. And I think that's really critical. The second point to, to actually take away is that um, do take action for the next 90 days. So now today is the end of March. The question is, what do you want to achieve in, by the end of June? What would you want to say that you have... Um, yeah, you have done or you will be proud of in the next 90 days. So that's something to start thinking about right now rather than, you know, just waste the time away. And then when it comes to like, you know, end of June, maybe end of the year, and then you start regretting, oh no, you know, I, I should have like done um, a little bit more or or so forth. So, so yeah, so a very, very quick 30 minutes on, um, on careers live chat and making sure that um, you guys did learn something um i mean for for those of you who have been following my content for a while um i do have a bit of a, a posting schedule so normally on mondays i share uh, my motivation monday codes wednesday is my video wednesdays where i share about two to three minutes of uh, video tips and thursday is normally my list of tips um, that work for you um, as a corporate professional is something that you can take away. And Saturday is my story Saturday. So there are quite a number of um, different, different kind of content. So feel free to check it out. And yeah, so 30 minutes, it feels like time flies very quickly. And this is something that I feel like I say in every single one of my life, but it's, um, yeah, time flies when you, you have so much to share. And there's also so much to, um, yeah, to hear from you guys also. So, okay, that's basically 30 minutes. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. So once again, my name is Mei Ping. I'm a professional career coach helping you to grow your career online and offline. So a couple of quick updates. So tomorrow is my video Wednesday. So the video that I'll be um, sharing tomorrow is basically the top three things every manager should know. So if you're a new manager, a young manager or some an existing manager who is a bit more ambitious or maybe struggling in your managerial team leader role, then that is a video that you really want to watch tomorrow. Um, then a couple of, um, I guess, upcoming uh, workshops. So on the 1st of April, I will be running a how to manage your boss soft skills workshop where we will go into a little bit more about how to identify your personality, your boss's personality, and also some tips on how to actually 
um, communicate with your boss and how to manage workload and manage expectations as well. So this is a basically highly requested workshop that I've started running this year because a lot of messages that I get on LinkedIn and across different platforms are people complaining about their boss and people complaining about working with other people at the workplace. So if that's some area that you really struggle with, then um, yeah, check that, check, check that one out. So for more information, my other tips, workshops and all these other things, you can visit my LinkedIn profile under the featured section. You can drop me a message or you can, of course, find more information on my website. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, it's Tuesday. So again, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And hope that you have learned something. If you feel that you've learned some interesting knowledge and so forth, uh, drop me a like or comment and share this with somebody else who can also benefit. So I'll see you guys next Tuesday. And next Tuesday, bring a friend so that we can all learn collectively. So, and in the, yeah, that's it. In the meantime, uh, take care, stay safe. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more awesome content like this, remember to like and subscribe. Also, head on over to my website, meiping.com, that's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com, and subscribe to my weekly newsletter for more career growth and personal development tips. You can find the links in the description box below. Once again, you're listening to Got a Ping, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!